0: Main Street to Wall Street. Global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with
1: Jeffrey Hazlett. You can never over communicate, especially when lives are on the line. Joining us on All Business Today is Brent Lang, the CEO and chairman of Vocera, a company that uses technology to help healthcare workers communicate in real time to get patients the care they need. We're going to be talking about those Star Trek devices. Now, Brent is also one of the founding partners of the CEO Coalition, a group of healthcare leaders looking to protect the well-being of healthcare workers across the country. Brent, welcome to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Nice to see you. Well, it's good to have you here. Can you explain what VoSera system is? Are they like souped up walkie talkies? What are they using?
0: So, Jeffrey, we think that nurses are our heroes. And yes, we're a technology company based here in Silicon Valley, but we're really in business to build communication solutions for our frontline caregivers, for nurses and other healthcare professionals. And one easy way to think about our product, it's kind of like a Star Trek communicator badge. If you remember the old Star Trek show, you have a little oh, yeah. wearable badge around your neck and Just push a button on it and you say the name of the person or the role or the function of the person you're trying to reach and you're instantly connected to them in a hands free voice communication fashion. So it really streamlines the communication process for nurses on the front line so they can stay there right at the patient's bedside and get a hold of the people that they need without even having to know their name or their phone number. They just say, for example, call the nurse for room 103 or broadcast to the emergency response team. And they're instantly connected to that individual or that group of people and they can have a a live conversation with them. We're also interfaced with over 150 different clinical systems inside of a hospital, everything from patient monitors to smart beds to pumps. And so we can bring information, alerts and alarms that come from these other systems, bring it into our software platform, and then route it out to the most appropriate caregiver so that they get the information they need in order to be able to to do their job.
1: Well, I can already see the benefits of it. I mean, they're not having to like stop working with the patient, walk over to the wall, find a phone, they can do it right where they're standing there, maybe even have their hand on a wound or you know stopping the bleeding or something, and say, "Hey, call Dr. Kincaid very quickly." That's what it's all about, right?
0: That's absolutely right. You know nurses and other healthcare professionals use their hands throughout their their shift and they can't stop what they're doing and reach in their pocket to pull out a phone to answer a phone call and they don't want to leave the patient's bedside and walk back to the nurse's station to look up some phone number on a sheet of paper and so what our software platform does is really streamlines all that interaction and makes it super easy for them to get a hold of the people that they need. You know our our mission as an organization is all about simplifying and improving the lives of healthcare professionals, patients and family members and our suite of products really streamlines that process for them.
1: So does it call them on another device? Is there a headset that's also involved? Is it calling their phone? Is it calling them in their office? Is it, is it putting a page out over the, uh, over the hospital system? How does it really work?
0: So it can pretty much do any of those. Uh, The core operation would be from one of our wearable hands-free badges to another. So it's a small little plastic uh, badge you wear around your neck and you speak into it like a speakerphone and it would connect to other individuals who are also wearing badges. But we also have the ability to connect to a smartphone. So to an iPhone or to an Android device, we can connect to a desktop PC, we can connect to a laptop We connect to the phone system so we could make a phone call out to a doctor who might be in their medical practice or even out on the golf course. We could reach out to them on their pager or their phone. So it's really a communications platform. And yes, the wearable hands-free badge that Vocera built was core to to enabling the nurses to remain hands-free. But through our integrations with these other communication systems, we have the ability to reach out to just about any other communication device um, that's that's part of the, the infrastructure.
1: Now, you keep saying nurses. I want to ask you about the doctors, too. I got to imagine for the doctors or any healthcare professional, it's got to be valuable. And then later on, I want to ask you, why why wouldn't I want this for my own office or for my own team, especially for those that deploy? Does it work over a Wi-Fi system?
0: That's right. Inside the hospital or inside the mobile environment, it works over, over the Wi-Fi infrastructure. So you don't have to worry about bad cell coverage. You know, a lot of these older hospitals, got thick concrete walls and they're operating down in the basement where you can't get a cell signal and the beauty of wi-fi is that you can create a ubiquitous coverage so you're guaranteed to have high quality voice communication and you know, to, to answer your question about docs, doctors absolutely are part of the network. Some of them do wear the vocera badges. Some of them use their smartphone to communicate. You know, the thing about the difference between doctors and nurses is that doctors only want to be reachable at certain times. They don't want to be interrupted. And so we have mechanisms in our software that kind of prevents them from being bothered when they don't want to be bothered. That sort of allows them to filter out calls, but we can we can set it up so that they can get back in touch with the nurses. And oh, by the way, we sell into a bunch of other markets besides just healthcare. So uh, recently, we did a rollout across all of the Nordstrom retail stores in the United States where the sales clerks are wearing the Vocera badges. We've got a number of high-end hotel properties. Four Seasons, for example, is a big customer of ours where housekeeping and concierge and other people inside the hotel are wearing it for communication and for safety purposes. You know, you mentioned your job. I think production environments, TV studios, film studios would be an interesting market for us. Lots of mobile workers, you know. So really any place where you've got people who are on their feet, moving around, needing to communicate and coordinate their work with other people is a target market for us. We've just sort of started the business, primarily focused on healthcare, because there was such a huge pain point within the healthcare environment that we we've started the business there. But over time, we really expect to expand to just about any mobile worker that needs hands-free communication and the ability to coordinate with lots of other people.
1: But still has to work inside that, the bandwidth of the Wi-Fi system that it's doing, or can it cross over to other systems?
0: So it crosses over to the phone system as well. So you could reach somebody on their cell phone outside the hospital or, or on their desk phone or on their pager. So the core badge works within the Wi-Fi environment, but the other communication systems that we connect to do work outside the, the hospital environment, or outside the Wi-Fi environment.
1: Well, speaking about reaching out and communicating, let me take a quick break and I'll be right back after this message. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these Nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you
0: switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech.
1: C-Suite Radio. Today, I'm visiting with the CEO and chairman of Vocera, Brent Lang, and we're talking about how they're helping use communication to help nurses And all those frontline workers that are out there that are protecting us every single day. I'm getting into the details because I'm really intrigued by this. I really like this kind of system. It reminds me of an old Firefox or Firewire gal that used to operate on my cell phone, which was all driven by menu systems and it would route the calls wherever I was at during the day. I assume you've got an app with this and I could reschedule the calls if I'm a doctor. I know I'm in surgery from one to four. I make sure that the call goes somewhere else or it's routed in some other way.
0: That's right. So the user interface is all done using speech recognition. So you just speak to the device the same way you would speak to Alexa or to Siri. And in fact, Vocera was really a precursor to that. We founded the business back in 2020 or 2001 before smartphones and before Siri and Alexa were even out in the marketplace. Uh, We were really one of the Leading edge uh, companies in terms of using speech recognition as a user interface. So you can basically say whatever you want. You could say, call Jeffrey, or you could say, call the nurse for room 103, or you could say, broadcast an emergency response team, and you'd be immediately connected to those people. And then in the background, in our software, we have the ability to create all sorts of routing rules that directs the right call to the right person and can put you into different workflows so that if you're not available or if you've put yourself into do not disturb, that call would automatically be routed to your backup This is all about improving workplace safety, reducing cognitive overload for our users, improving throughput and capacity, and improving patient safety and satisfaction. And these are all issues that are really front and center in the C-suite decision makers of hospitals and hotels and retail and even schools. You think about the opportunity with school safety, the active shooter situation that we're all trying to avoid. Imagine if every nurse in every school, or sorry, if every teacher in every school across the country was wearing a vocera badge. And if an emergency situation came up, they could instantly call for help and get, you know, resources activated to respond to that situation. There's just a tremendous number of different use cases we can get
1: into. Yeah. I can see a lot of positive sides. Now, one of the thing I noticed on your website is you have a lot of articles, a lot of videos how do you feel that content has helped drive the business?
0: You know, this is a case where storytelling is absolutely critical to getting our message out. If you just sort of describe it in an abstract, people are like, well, I don't really quite understand what it is. And then when they see it in action, all of a sudden it becomes really clear. I remember in the early days of the business, we were out trying to raise venture capital money and we were describing this idea of this wearable voice controlled communication system and the venture capital community was kind of looking at us like, what, why would I want that? What are you
1: talking about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And
0: and then we put together a really simple video that was actually, we didn't even have a working product at the time. It was just kind of smoke and mirrors. It was a dummy badge and sort of all staged. And all of a sudden we started showing that video to people and they were like, wow, this is going to be transformative. I remember going into a hospital and showing this video to a group of nurses early on. This is before we even knew that healthcare was going to be our target market. And this nurse practically got teary-eyed and, and looked at me and she's like, you're going to change the way nursing is practiced around the world. Where have you been for the last 25 years of my nursing career? And I, I sort of said, wow, well, I think we've found our target market here. So you're absolutely right. Storytelling, getting the, the use cases out there. So it's not just about the technology. We're not a in a business to build technology for technology's sake. We're a business that's building solutions to solve real problems for real people. And as you mentioned in the pandemic, those frontline caregivers were never more essential. I think we all sort of got an increased appreciation for just how important nurses and other frontline caregivers are in terms of solving this this issue we're dealing with right now.
1: Well, I think first responders all the way around whether they be in the hospitals or you know getting us to the hospital and even quite frankly those first responders that are helping us get our businesses back up and running have been pretty damn important through this whole process. I've always found that healthcare workers can be pretty inventive. Have you heard of any stories of how they've used the system in unusual ways? Absolutely. Yeah, I think
0: healthcare workers are incredibly innovative. And during the pandemic, we had some really interesting use cases develop uh, where, you know, when nurses couldn't go into the room because of the isolation aspect that they were dealing with COVID. In some cases, they took one of our Vocera badges and they literally zip tied it to the bed rail for the patient's bed. And you know, the system wasn't designed to be used by patients, but in a COVID environment where they had some of these temporary beds being set up in, in tents or sometimes it literally in parking lots, they were strapping a Vocera badge to the bed. And it was connected to the Wi-Fi network. And the patient, if they needed help, could just push the button on the Vosera badge, and it would immediately call out to their nurse, and they could have a conversation with their nurse in real time. So lots of innovative use cases that uh, get developed.
1: It's interesting because COVID's changed a lot about how many businesses operate. What about Vosera? Did it drive demand or did it drive innovation?
0: Really drove both. I was super proud of the way our employee base stepped up during the pandemic. We went to a virtual work environment very, very quickly. Forty-five minutes later, ev- later, everybody was home, reconnected, and and communicating with each other. Uh, we responded incredibly quickly. You know, I had customers calling me personally saying, "Brent, can you can you send me a thousand Vosera badges by tomorrow morning?" And, and I, was, I, you know, so we just we all sort of really jumped at the the response here, and it was an opportunity, I think, to raise the awareness of why hands-free communication is so important. It was really a difficult time for everybody, but I was super proud of the way our business responded and served our customers in ways that I don't think anybody could have ever imagined before. And and more importantly, coming out of the pandemic, the level of awareness that's been created within the C-suite of our customers that taking care of those frontline caregivers and giving them the tools that enable them to do their job, that's not just a departmental level solution. This is a strategic C-suite level decision that needs to be made to support these, these folks and give them the tools to keep them protected. I mean, we talk a lot about PPE, personal protective equipment. Well, it's not just about gloves and gowns and masks. It's about the technologies that have evolved uh, that actually can help them do their jobs more effectively. We think of vocera as part of their safety equipment, really, because it's enabling them to interact with each other and interact with patients without having to risk contamination. You know, one of our chief medical information officers says you shouldn't have to risk contamination for communication. And I think a lot of our thinking around PPE is based from World War I timeframes where we're talking about masks and gloves. Well, technology's evolved and we can use technology, wireless communication, speech recognition, hands-free communications to do things that we couldn't do when people originally came up with the idea of PPE being masks and gowns and gloves. And so I think it's really exciting to see how the society is going to be embracing this idea of using technology to really evolve the way we think about keeping people safe.
1: Well, I love keeping people safe and I like keeping them up to date. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this message. And we are back once again, right here on All Business with Jeffrey Isit and C-Suite Radio. Thanks so very much for joining us. Talking with Brent Lang, the CEO and chairman of Vocera, a company that uses technology to help healthcare workers communicate in real time to get patients the care they need. And also we've been talking about how he has been expanding or the company has been expanding because it's more than just him, expanding into other markets and how it's used. I think one of the most unique aspects of it, and I want to ask you about this, it seems to me the phone company would have come up with this. It seems to me that maybe somebody else, but here, here you guys came from, I think nowhere. And what gave you the, what gave you the right to do that, Brent? What gave you the idea to do that and bring this to the market when you would think others would have done it?
0: You know, innovation is a, is a funny thing. It takes a lot of guts. And, uh, our founders had tremendous vision to come up with something that had never been done before. And in fact, In the early days of the company, when we were trying to combine Wi-Fi and voice over IP and speech recognition into a brand new product, a lot of the investors that we went and talked to thought we were crazy because those were all sort of bleeding edge technologies back in 2001. People like to keep the status quo. The phone companies, like you say, they tend to keep it status quo. Innovation takes guts. And I think trying to bring these technologies together to create a whole new kind of experience of something that had never been done before now granted, we we had a little bit of inspiration from Star Trek. So, you know, that was always a a (laughs) nice Kickstarter. But but beyond that, it just takes a lot of courage to to sort of think, can we do things in a completely different way? Can we redefine the paradigm and move away from this idea that everything has to be tied to a a four-digit extension number or a 10-digit phone number? Why not just go back to the way uh, children communicate? If they want something, they just say, hey, mom, I want, you know, ice cream. And so this idea of using speech recognition as a as user interface front end was, was earth shattering. And the idea of using Wi-Fi, which was originally designed to be for data and for email, to use that for voice was a really innovative and breakthrough kind of idea. The idea of hands-free communication, enabling caregivers to do something that they really went to nursing school in the first place to do, which was care for patients, right? Nurses don't love technology for technology's sake. They don't like typing on keyboards or, you know, talking on their phone. They like interacting with patients. And so the beauty of our product is that it enables them to get back to doing what they went to nursing school in the first place, which was to care
1: for patients. I think you just scared a lot of moms out there because now they just hear mom, 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 mom over (laughs) and over. But there you go. Nonetheless, it was a great way to be able to connect with them. Hey, let's talk about the CEO Coalition for a moment. Explain to our listeners what it is and why you got involved.
0: Yeah, Jeffrey, this was really interesting. You know, During the pandemic, our mission as an organization was really trying to support these healthcare providers. And we were just looking for ways to do more. And we recognized that workplace safety and the safety of these caregivers was becoming more and more of an issue. And so I was chatting with our chief medical officer, Dr. Bridget Duffy, who's really a thought leader in this space. And we were just talking about, you know, what else could we do? And she came up with this idea of creating a coalition of C-suite CEOs of major health systems from across the country, kind of like the business roundtable. If you remember the the idea of the business roundtable. And we got this group of 10 CEOs together and we sat down with them and we said, what can we do to kind of move the ball forward here? in terms of physical safety, psychological safety, health justice. And amazingly, these 10 leaders sat down with us and drafted these uh, principles, this declaration of principles around employee safety and staff safety and health justice. And it just caught like wildfire. And, you know, Vocera is is just kind of trying to enable this to, to promote it and to make it the standard of care across the country. Um, so we brought these folks together, we're providing some logistics support, some marketing support for them, it's, but it's really being driven by these health systems. And now we're actually out uh, recruiting additional members, more and more CEOs are signing on to it. It's, it's an opportunity to raise awareness for why it's so important to take care of those frontline caregivers who are doing so much for us as a, as a community. And it's been really tremendous to see the impact uh, on, on workplace safety, as well as patient safety and patient satisfaction and, and overall health justice.
1: You know, I can imagine your device is also helping, you know, with fatigue. And there's a lot of mental drain that comes with the job in healthcare. How is the coalition helping healthcare workers deal with some of that mental drain?
0: Well, you know, if you've spent any time in a hospital, you'll know that the environment is just constantly beeping, buzzing, there's alarms going off. Those are all sort of notifications that are going to a nurse that's suffering from cognitive overload. And cognitive overload is the cause of 80% of medical Mm. device user errors because there's just so much interruption coming at them. Think about it. Multitasking to 10x. And uh, so what we're trying to do with our products is really reduce that cognitive overload by filtering out the unwanted alerts and alarms, getting rid of some of that noise to make it easier for patients to sleep and recover. It's an opportunity to really improve the experience of both the patient and the caregiver. These participants of the CEO coalition recognize that we need to do more for our patients and more for our caregivers to kind of reduce that cognitive overload so that they don't make mistakes and they don't have errors and that they don't feel so burned out at the end of the day that we can use this as a way of retaining them. Because right now the the country is facing a pretty big nursing shortage. Uh, Hospitals are actually having a hard time finding Enough nurses to fill the open positions. There's a lot of nurses who are leaving the profession because they're burned out, and so anything we can do to reduce the stress level and improve the retention and the efficiency of the nurses that we do have in the profession is just a, a huge win for the for the community.
1: Now, the coalition is also focused on health justice. What's health justice?
0: Health justice is really all about just making sure that healthcare is available to all of our communities. Um, that mm-hmm. there's there's no discrimination based on age or race or ethnic background, that access to healthcare becomes a universal right for everybody in the community.
1: We only got a couple more minutes left, but I feel like I got to ask you this because I went through your background. You were a college swimmer and an Olympic silver medalist. I mean, what lessons did you learn from the pool that prepared you for the business world?
0: Well, not to brag, but it was actually a
1: gold medal. Was um, it a gold medal? My apologies. I Oh, good for you. Good for you. Well, silver is great, too. I mean, any me- just getting to the Olympics is great in itself without question to be able to compete at that level. So, wow. Gold medalist. My apologies.
0: No, no problem at all. It was it was a, a tremendous part of my my young life. And I, I I learned so much about the world, you know, the, the positive energy amongst the olympic athletes is something that i'll never forget i remember being in the olympic village and the energy and the enthusiasm and just the positive outlook that every one of those athletes had towards the world and you know, get up in the morning and everybody let's go watch the volleyball or let's go do this just the energy was fantastic and as a business leader i've always tried to replicate that and you know focus on the positive everybody's going to run into roadblocks everybody's going to have disappointment I was, there was times when i got disqualified for a false start or i didn't you know didn't win when i was supposed to win or whatever but you recognize that the business world like the swimming world it's a marathon it's not a sprint there's going to be ups and downs there's going to be positives and negatives but if you can keep that positive outlook over the long term things will work out and i think just kind of putting in the time day after day doing the work gets you to the point where you're going to be prepared when you have to step up on the block and actually deliver and it was a tremendous opportunity for me i'll never forget it and it's certainly been helpful in terms of running a business, and I use a lot of the lessons from from swimming in day to day running running postero.
1: Do you, you get to the pool much these days? I do
0: try to swim three or four times a week. Yeah, a little bit slower than when I was uh, <laughs> swimming back in the day, but I just being in the water is my happy place. I, I do a lot yeah. of my best meditation, and my my best ideas come when I'm when I'm swimming in the water. So it's uh, it's great to get back in the pool whenever I can.
1: Well, person, another personal question because I get to ask. It's my show. What the heck? Did you break out the gold medal, put it on during the Olympics, this watching the Tokyo?
0: Not this Olympics, but I have brought it out for, you know, tends to be swimming and the Olympics gets lots of attention every four years. And so people want to see the medal and try it on. And, um, you know, so, yeah, it was funny, actually, just a quick story. So when in uh, 2008, the Beijing Olympics Yep. Um, we were watching on TV and Michael Stelps was winning all sorts of gold medals. And uh, my daughter, who at the time was five, I just dropped her off at college. So this was quite a few years ago, but she was five at the time. And she turned to me. She knew I was a swimmer and she turned to me and she says, so, Dad, did you ever swim in the Olympics? And I said, well, yeah, actually, I did. And her, her face was like, really? And and about five minutes later, they were showing the award ceremony and she thought she got me. she She's like, she had a super proud look on her face. And she turns to me, she's like, well, Dad did you ever win a gold medal? And I said, well, actually, yeah, I did. And her face was like, wow, that's super cool. So anyway, it is a fun prop, but um, more than anything, more than the gold medals, it was the experience and the people you get to meet and just having that sense of teamwork and camaraderie and recognizing that the hard work you put in day to day translates to the outcome and that there's more to life than just swimming. I mean, I think for me, I was a student athlete, It was important that I was an athlete, but that I was also a student and that I built friendships and I got an education and I prepared for my career. And I think, you know, the message I always send to to younger athletes is, yeah, you can put your heart and soul into your sport, but make sure you're getting that balance in life. You make sure you're developing friendships and relationships because those are the things that are going to be with you for the rest of your life. Everybody at some point has to retire from the sport and you better be ready for the next stage of your life when you're when you're ready to hang up your suit.
1: Hey, well, good words of wisdom and good lessons and values to bring to you in the business world today too, and to bring those forward. We're talking with Brent Lang, the CEO of Voice. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us today, right here on All Business with Jeffrey Has. It's been a pleasure, Brent.
0: My pleasure. Thank you for taking the time, Jeffrey.
1: Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned. Two things here. One, you don't have to be the expert in the area that you want to start a business. You see a need, and you go gather all the experts, put them together. That's what Brent did. That's what his co-founders did. They saw something that they would work in the marketplace and they went out and fulfilled the need. And of course, they didn't come from telecommunications background. You would have thought that maybe that's where they would have come from, but they came from all other ways to be able to capture customer behavior. And the other thing I loved what he had to say was really about his Olympic days when he was a gold medalist. I mean, oh, what a faux pas. I said silver, but he was really gold. Well, there you go. No one died. But what I learned from that was, positive mental attitude does a lot for you, gets you where you need to do. And that's what we should bring to the business every single day, a positive mental attitude. I'm here to do my job. I'm here to do it because I want to do it. And I'm here to solve lots of problems for people. That's what we're doing every single day. And that's what I learned right here on all Business is bringing you great content and ways for you to be able to get ahead. And uh, don't forget to tell your friends all about the show right here on C-Suite Radio. And we'll see you again next week.